Hello and welcome to episode four of Matthew Unmuted. This episode comes after my first guest appearance from Alan Goodwin. Um, this episode was a really important one for me because it's the first time I've had a guest on and I was really nervous about how it would go, but I'm really proud of how myself and Alan got on and I really, really loved listening back to the episode. Um, I hope you guys all enjoyed it too um, and I hope you took something from that episode about Alan's journey. I actually filmed the second episode um, of my guest appearance with, um, with another good friend of mine, which I'm gonna I'm gonna leave for now because the episode will be getting released later in the week. Um, but it's really good fun for me to have guests on, and it's really helping me and um, get more confident doing these podcasts as well. So this uh, fourth episode is going to be all about running. Um, so I've actually named the episode um, "All Things Running" because I'm gonna be talking a little bit about my own running experience. I'm trying to help any beginners maybe pick up any tips or tricks to help them get inspired to put on their running shoes. Before I do any of that, I'm going to actually start this episode with um, some facts. Um, usually on my, my podcast, I'll do a few facts, a little bit of um, advice for people. Um, I'm going to start today with some really important facts from running that I looked up a few days ago. Um, so this first one here, um, really important actually. So in 1972, uh, the Boston Marathon, um, became the first marathon to actually include women in their, their entry. Um, so previously, marathons were thought to be too hard for females. Uh, and this was quite recent. I mean, 1972, um, and that's the first time a female was allowed to actually get into a marathon. So that was quite shocking for me, um, especially when I know that some of my strongest clients are my female clients. Um, some of the things they can achieve mentally, physically, um, so it's always difficult for me to hear that, that they were almost like single day, they weren't allowed to take part. Um, the second fact I want to give out is basically this one is something for people who are, you know, really passionate about marathon running, especially I would say. Um, so this is quite a crazy one. Um, a Belgian runner, Stefan Ingrel, ran the marathon distance every day for a year. <laughs> Uh, and this actually totaled up to 9,569 miles. Um, so he did it every day for a year. Um, so if you're really looking to give a marathon a try, just remember this guy did it every single day for a whole uh, whole year. Um, a marathon is something I've never tried. I've never even done a half marathon, actually. So I'm much more of a short distance runner. Uh, and I am looking to run a marathon soon. So if anyone's up for it, let me know and we can get a marathon team team on the go. Um, so I'm gonna do a little bit about my own running journey next. And um, this is going way back to when I'm in school. I'm gonna keep it as short as I can. Uh, but the reason I want to do a running podcast is it's one of the big reasons I actually became a PT. So looking back to when I was in P6, so way back in the, the early days of school, um, I didn't have any confidence at all. Uh, I actually had probably no friends in school. I had a few friends outside school, but I was very quiet and I just kept myself to myself. Um, along with that, I wasn't great in many subjects because I would just, you know, I had no belief in myself. Um, I was in some some higher class. I did well in some subjects, but usually I would just be kind of near the bottom for most, um, most subjects in school. Uh, and I, I remember I, I tried out for um, a running competition in school. We were doing like a race. I think it was a hundred meters and a relay. Uh, and if you, I think if you finished in the top three, you would get into the school competition. Um, and I remember this is the first day I think anyone noticed me in school. Like I said, I was just the, the quiet guy. 
at the side. Um, so we did the 100 meters. I remember it was in the playground. Uh, I was wearing like terrible white trainers that I mean, the laces were tied very well. Um, and I just looked to my left, looked to my right, and I was like, I'm going to lose. Uh, I didn't even know at this point I was very fast. Um, my dad always told me I was good at football and I was I was quick. And he was always like, oh, you should try out and you should you know go for the football team. And I would always just ignore him. Um, but I got lined up and, yeah, started racing and I finished. And I looked back and the other people were just finishing after me. And I was like, oh, my God, like I won. <laughs> and, like, I had time to look around. So I couldn't believe it. And it's the first time I was like, wow, I actually did well there. Um, then we did the relay. And because I did well, everyone was starting to notice me. And they're like, oh, you, you go last. You go at the end. And then um, you can take the final, the final 100 meters. And then we came in, I think we were second at the end uh, on, the, on the 100 meters I went. And then I caught up with the first person and we won. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I was like, maybe I'm, maybe I'm better at this than I thought. And then the big confidence boost came. And this is when I started to really build up confidence in myself with sport. Um, my mom, my dad, everyone was there watching me. Uh, we, I got into the competition. I think it was just down at near the back, the, the area around the back, the, the track there. Um, but we went on and I think I had four events, long jump, 100 meters, um, I think the 200 meters, and then I did the, the relay. And I, I got gold in all three of the running events and then I think silver in the long jump. I think I messed up on that one. So I, I got silver. I say I messed up. I, I got a good score on that one too. Uh, and we actually won the trophy for the first time that year with Kamali's, like the, the group of us. Um, there's pictures of me in my, my track suit and like my terrible haircut and everything. But I was like, I couldn't believe that I actually, I actually won. Um, as a team, we all did so well. And I was like, this is the confidence boost that I need. Um, and it's one of the reasons when I left school in secondary school that I really wanted to go into, into sport, something in, in, in sport. Um, now, this confidence boost allowed me to really just take myself forward in a way that I didn't expect myself to be able to do. Uh, and I started to get a little bit more involved with things in secondary school with sport and everything. Um, and yeah, it just really inspired me. I think if I had had a little bit more confidence in myself in secondary school, I might have done more running. I maybe even would have got into a few more competitions. I did some cross country. I was never as good at cross country. I would usually come fairly high up. I would never be at that kind of top level like I was with sprinting. And um, it was my coach, Mr. Bailey. Um, he used to take me for my, my lessons at the, the running track. And he would always say to me, he's like, if you tried a bit harder, uh, if you had a bit more confidence and stuff, if you were you know, applied yourself a bit more. He was like, you could compete in the 100 meters, the 200 meters. He's like, because you're, you're winning against everyone here. You just need to take yourself a bit further. Um, but I never did. And yeah, I think, uh, I think I'd love if I got a chance to maybe do something in sprinting again, if I, if I could get the chance. Uh, but yeah, that's a bit of a background in the, into my running for anyone who wants to, to know. Uh, and it's, I guess it's one of the reasons that I became a PT is to, you know, to help other people realize their potential and understand that they can do a lot more than they maybe think they can. Um, so that's a little bit into my background. I'm now going to give a couple of tips for beginners because I think this podcast will really help anyone listening that maybe wants to get the running shoes out on and just go out and try it. Um, so first of all, it's important to maybe think about getting some kind of running like footwear or even like a foot um, like an outfit for your running. 
So some of the best footwear I can advise is Asics, um, Brooks, or New Balance. Um, there's tons of different um, types you can get. You can even go into like a shop called Run For It, I think it is, or I can't remember which one to call it. You can go in and you can get your um, your footwear tested to make sure it's uh, good for you. Uh, I would definitely advise uh, thinking about your footwear before you go out and start doing the longer runs, especially, or even like the high impact mile, mile and a half, 5Ks. It's better to have good shoes. Like I said, you don't, you don't want to be like me and my white trainers, like flat food, like not running well, because I didn't think about the footwear I was actually wearing. Um, second thing is, now this is a really important one, um, sort out your pacing. So don't go out the blocks making, like, go out crazy thinking, I can do this uh, this 5K, no bother, I can run fast. Think about your pacing. Um, my advice is if you're new to it, don't go out and try and get PBs right away. Try and go out and just get a, get a feel for running and understand what kind of pace you can manage. Um, and yeah, that that's always a, a, a bit of a, a mistake if you just go out and try and go fast because it'll put you off. And if you're trying to get PBs every week, it will start to become quite kind of tedious for you and you'll get sick of it. Um, so make sure you do enjoy your running as well. Uh, next one is splits are really good. So if you're just simply doing distances like 5K, 10K, um, and you're not doing like the splits for your pacing, I think it can be a bit of a problem, especially if you don't implement it into your training at some point. And when I say splits, that could be one kilometer sprints. Um, so that could be like you're, you're trying to improve your 5K time. So you're going out for five 1K sprints with rest between and trying to kind of average out a good time for yourself to get that desired time. Um, Similar to that, you can set yourself goals. So you might want to have a certain time. Say you're new to running, you want to get under 30 minutes. Uh, you can set that as your goal and you could aim for that in the end. Um, make sure as well, this is a really important one, you've got a solid playlist on. So make making sure you've got either like a podcast, uh, it could be a really solid uh, dance playlist, whatever you enjoy. Um, I think I saw another person running and they were like, I like to run to country music. And I was like, fair enough. Anything you like to run to, um, as long as it's inspiring you and it's giving you some kind of extra push towards towards your run. Um, another thing is making sure that you actually implement strength training into your running program because I've noticed my running will improve a lot more if I'm actually uh, involving the split squats, the squats, the lunges, the movements that are improving my muscular endurance as well. Um, so make sure you implement them into your, your program in a strategy that's going to allow you to to get to get better at your running basically. Um, similar to that, you want to make sure you are applying progressive overload to your running. So this could be that you might start off with um, a mile three times a week, uh, and then on the second or third week, you go up to uh, 1.2 miles, 1.5 miles, or you increase the frequency so maybe doing four runs instead of three. You need to think about overloading your training or else you will again start to get a bit bored of your training and it will become quite tedious for you. So make sure you're applying that now and again. Um, set yourself, like I said, set yourself goals and set yourself a routine to follow. Uh, if you get your routine in check where you're running, it's going to be more sustainable and you're going to feel like it's less of a hassle every week uh, rather than just waking up on, say, a Monday and being like, well, I'll do my run on Tuesday and then I'll maybe try and get one on Friday. If it's set there in a plan and you know you have to do those runs, put a bit of pressure on yourself. Go out, get them done, and you'll feel so much better after it. Another thing is don't compare yourself to other runners. So if you're looking on Strava and you're like near the bottom and you're like, oh, my runs are rubbish and it doesn't matter. Like these other people are not sitting there and thinking, look how much better I am compared to, compared to them. And if they are, then they shouldn't be your concern.
And on top of that, it's quite important to try and make sure you're thinking about your stride and the, the running technique. Um, like I said, you can get yourself a running coach if you want to work on things like that. Um, but basically trying to understand that your stride, so your pacing as well, it can make a massive difference to what you achieve in your running in the long run. Um, big, big important thing to finish off on the tips here, take recovery and warm up. So if you just go Monday to Sunday, heavy, intense runs, um, you know, really intense 5K pace, 10K pace, you're going to burn out simply and you're not going to enjoy it. So try and think about your recovery making sure you're taking days in the week to rest, to stretch, or to just, like I said, involve strength training somewhere as well in your training. Um, along with that, warming up before you run is probably one of the most important things you can take from this podcast. If you expect to get a 5K, 10K, half marathon, whatever you're doing your pace-wise, uh, distance-wise, sorry, if you expect to get a PB without warming up properly, so some ability, a little bit of a slow, steady jog before you go out for a run, probably not going to happen for you and you're you are going to probably injure yourself um I'm, I'm now 26 and i've already started to notice that if i don't warm up before my runs i start to feel a little bit you know not not sore but i, I get a little bit of a, a nibble here and there i feel like i'm just maybe uh, i've maybe kind of affected my performance so definitely take recovery and definitely definitely warm up before you go out for a run um, now, one of the big things as well I like to do on this uh, this podcast is I like to actually give a little bit of a, a quote. Um, so this one here is a really nice one for anyone who wants to take up running. Um, so it's run when you can, walk if you have to, crawl if you must, just never give up. So basically, it doesn't matter if you're the best at running, it doesn't matter if you're the quickest. Um, I didn't think I was the quickest when I did that race that day, but I, I went out, I tried it anyway. And I ended up doing okay. I ended up doing well. And um, so when you go out for your run, if you're getting overtaken by somebody, if you're not feeling fast, if you're feeling like you're getting no progress, just remember that you're still doing it. You're going out, you're getting that stuff done and it's going to benefit you in a mental way as well. So it's going to benefit your mood. And it's going to make you feel better. Um, some of my clients, they say to me like when they were starting out with a PT, they say to me, they're like, oh, well, I'll go for a cigarette or I'll have a drink when I smoke or when I feel like I'm stressed. And I say, well, how about you go out for a run? How about you go out for a walk? How about you take your mind away from normal stress and just go out and enjoy the nature, enjoy fresh air? Um, so I always describe this as a runner's high, but the runner's high is when you get that amazing relief, release of endorphins and you feel good. Uh, so if you feel good from running, then you're usually going to get more done with your day and you're going to feel better um, about everything. So that's one thing that you can take from this podcast is, yeah, you don't have to always be the best. Just getting it done can be the most important thing. Um, so yeah, hopefully this has helped anybody who maybe wants to take up running. And um, like I said, my little story there in the middle, if that even inspires one person, then I'm, I'm doing my job right. Uh, but I genuinely think that running is the reason I became a PT and that's why it's always had a really special place in my heart. Uh, that's really cringe, but it's true. Um, it's had a massive influence in the way I've trained people and a massive influence on the type of PT I have become. I would love to be a running coach one day and take it seriously and really help people maybe get that, that proper passion that I felt. Uh, I just didn't take my chance when I could have uh, and that's maybe one of the reasons I'm so passionate training people how to run. Um, so yeah, hopefully you guys have enjoyed this podcast. 
Uh, if you want any help with, with running, I'm always someone who wants to coach people who are runners. So if you're listening to this and you want a running coach, I can give my best shot. Uh, I've had tons of people get PBs with me just running next to them because I will really give it my all to help these people. Um, so yeah, this has been episode four. Hope you've enjoyed it and I will see you on the, the next episode.